are now listening to KMRO FM, Kamarocho Radio. I am your host, Argyle, and with me as always is Jordan. Hey, everybody. The Morning Zoo Crew is back. And we've got a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Audrey of uh, Pot of Greed fame. What's up? Hello, Audrey. Welcome to the Co-host radio. Co-host of the me, Audrey. <laughs> That's right. How's life treating you? Oh, well, you know, every 24-hour news cycle lasts a week, so... Do you want to tell us of your history, your personal history with the Yakuza series of products? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, I bought uh, Yakuza Zero when it was on a Steam sale for less than $10, because if, if anyone listens to the Pot of Greed, they'll know that I'm a very cheap gamer, and I don't actually buy games for more than $10. Audrey runs the uh, Twitter account, Cheap Ass Gamer. I genuinely don't know if I've ever met a person who paid full price for Yakuza 0. I did. You know me. Hmm. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, the Yakuza games have been on various sales for a very long time, so, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, But Zero was just one of my my many cheap game purchases. Uh, And then I finally got around to playing it in, like, December of... 2019 i can't believe hmm. it's been a fucking year good oh my god days. i'm gonna i'm gonna lose the before it. times I, i'm gonna actually lose it i can't believe it's been a full year um so i i played it december 19 and um hyper focused uh, hyper fixated on um majima and then i was like it's time to consume this entire series as fast as my greedy little hands can do it and I borrowed uh, Kiwami 1 and 2 from um, a good friend of mine. And then I bought the remastered 3, 4... Uh, wait, how did I get 3? Oh, I also borrowed... I also borrowed 3 from the same friend who gave me Kiwami and Kiwami ah. 2. Ooh, so my friend gave me Kiwami and Kiwami uh, uh, 2 and 3. And then... Uh, I got the remastered 4 through 6 collection off the PS4 store. The oh, remaster is I... 3, 4, and 5. Is that what it yeah, is? Oh, is that's separate. what it is. That's yeah. what it was. I got the si- 6. Oh, okay. You got, yeah. I got 6 you for six the PS3. Yeah, okay. Ah, for the I can't PS4. I remember. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. It's fine. Yeah, it's, look, yeah. Yakuza, ro- Yakuza rots all of our brains. It's okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, remaster 3, 4, 5, Kiwami 1, 2, and 6 on physical. Uh, copy and then I like blasted my way through them in the like entirety of January 2020 basically um and here I am now I've not played seven yet um I did get it for Hanukkah um happy Hanukkah congratulations uh and I'm very excited to dig into it but uh yeah I have not I have not yet put my hands on that one the thing about the Yakuza games is that they're full-time brain commitments. Right. They take up all of your neurons while you're dealing with it. So, like, you can't you can't play Yakuza Like a Dragon unless you're ready to for Yakuza Like a Dragon to become your entire life for a little while. Kind of like Persona. Yeah. Um, I'm just not ready to make that commitment oh. right now. <laughs> Speaking of uh, making commitments right now, uh, listeners, Yakuza is now available on Game Pass. It is five dollars a month, I believe. I'm I'm becoming a shill <laughs> right now, but only because um, use special promo code uh, 
Kamarocha Radio Patreon that doesn't exist for uh, a five dollars, and you can play all the Akaza games uh, zero through six. Uh, like a Dragon is not on there, but it's zero. Kiwami, Kiwami two, um, then the remasters three, four, five, and Yakuza six. The Song of Life are now okay. all available on PC and Xbox. Um, which to me means you have no excuse besides uh, I can't run it or I don't have time. Those are your only excuses left to not play at least one of these. That that explains earlier today at the time of recording, a uh, friend of the show, Sirix Z, writer of the famous Game yeah. Facts guys, said that he got a down vote on one of his Game Facts oh guys for Yakuza 5. I was losing my mind when have Sirix Xbox said, yeah. controls. <laughs> He said, he said, yeah, like, this happened, what, today? And today. someone was like, why are there no Xbox controls on this guide that has been out for years? Thank happy, you, Siri. Happy uh, Yakuza I'm expecting, Xbox. I'm expecting you, I'm expecting full controller remapping by the end of the day, or I'm also downvoting that guide. Um... So, me, young man. I think we're, we're, <laughs> we're on a, uh, we're on a time limited episodes. So I think it's time to del- delve and dive into chapter 11, honor and humanity. Yes. This one. What do you think? What, do, what are we thinking of this one? I think uh, I liked it's a pretty it. Fucking I liked cool it chapter. more than I liked it more than last week. I, for, I did forget about half of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, iconic, a lot of it. Some of it's iconic chapter for sure. It is. It is an iconic chapter. Um, it makes me feel sad in my heart. Um, because it is my favorite character at his not best moments, let's say. Um, some of these, some of these yeah, are really he... questionable. When, when they wrote, so obviously we have Audrey on this week. This is a Majima appears one of three times in this yeah. entire game in this chapter. And, uh, this is a chapter written before, um, he became the series fan favorite that he is today. Um, and we'll talk more about the evolution of Goromajima when we get to Yakuza 2. Yeah. Uh, in, what, three three weeks, I guess, is the last yeah. episode of this game, which is exciting. So Yay. one month we'll be talking about Yakuza 2. Um, but they didn't know that he was going to become the beloved comedy, comic relief silly man that he is today. So he does make some questionable choices and maybe becomes problematic this week. I'm sorry, everybody. Just a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. Um... Just a bit. Well... <laughs> He does, he does some very, very good, cool things, and then some very, like, the way Kiryu reacts around him in this chapter as well is also, like, pretty, could you give a shit, my dude, and, like, a little bit, um, but, uh. He knows, Ma- he knows Majima's just pranking him, you know, he, this is, this isn't, this is a social <laughs> when I played this game, when, when you- I played Kiwami, and I saw the thing that he did, and I had just played Yakuza 0, I was like, jeez, Majima, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Pretty bad coming off of zero, actually. Like, really incredibly questionable I mean, choices. Just, just quite do unpleasant. We, do we want to so, just get into the chapter? Yeah. Yeah, so we begin the chapter at Purgatory. But first! Uh, Shin- but first. Oh. oh, wait, really? No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Trolled. Um, Got Shinji ass. and Reina's bodies are on the, like, stretchers there. They've been taken to Purgatory. We assume. Um, we, you don't see them. Oh yeah, sorry. Two other bodies who aren't Shinji and Reina right. um, are taken to Purgatory, and uh, Florist says, "Because uh, Kiri's like, I don't know where to put these guys." And Florist says, "Don't worry, I'll give them the the I, I'll give them the burial they deserve. Uh, you know, in my in Purgatory, in the sewer." <laughs> yeah, I'll... he's gonna dump their bodies in the sewer. Yeah, and I feel a, bad for them. There's, there's a six foot pile of shit over there. I could just dig some of it up. 
Cover them up. Just let them float down the river, and there they go. Goodbye. As we find out, the... as we find out later, he doesn't actually bury them. He does cremate them. Yeah, he, he cremates them. So okay. you know, I think that's probably just a quirk of translation, but uh, yeah. yeah. He does say lay them to rest, so I guess that could mean all kinds of things. Uh, anyway, it I, kind of it kind of upsets me that the florist has cremation. Yeah, I was about to I was about to point his... that out. Yeah, he has he has a crematorium in here. That's not. I great. mean, is he just like sticking their bodies on the like trash can fire of West Park? I think because... he's he's yeah. using like fire traps that are in the Coliseum or something. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, repurposing the flamethrowers. They that just come had out they just had a uh, they just had Gary Buster Holmes like kind of. <laughs> pulpify their body with his spiky <laughs> gauntlets and then oh, he doesn't have the gauntlets yeah. he, gary buster holmes oh, not yet. saw the post where it's like you can cook a chicken by slapping it at 3700 yeah. miles per hour <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he cream it this is sad uh so kiryu and date and the florist are all talking with each other after that that ex- excellent funeral um about what shinji said uh with akemi his girl uh who uh works and oh florist says oh i know who that yeah. is akemi is the number one number one at a, at a uh, high class soapland uh called shangri-la yeah shinji loves is... soaplands he went yeah. he went to one that's pretty exclusive and she's the number one girl there and it costs one million yen per visit great which shinji was apparently making a lot more money i don't know where his money is coming from if he has that kind of and well, also I mean, you like just, you if you get one membership card it's yeah. it's from this, the GameStop stock oh god no we can't talk about that <laughs> we've instantly dated the episode um Kiryu shinji's then, on robin hood or, he's trading stock oh, no. he's on reddit r slash wall street bets He's in the Discord. The florist also says that at Shangri-La, like, models and celebrities work there, which, like, excuse me? Yeah, can you imagine, can you imagine, I'm just, like, Mm -hmm. trying to think of, like, you go to a brothel and, like, Lady Gaga's there. (laughs) Like, can you imagine? I can't imagine. That's why I find this plot point a little strange. Um... I mean, is this is this the Kamarocho equivalent of that one celebrity like making an OnlyFans and like ruining the platform for all the sex workers who oh, are on right. there? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so Shangri La is just like this big plain building. There's like no signs on it. The whole place is a soap plan. It's gigantic. Uh, and yeah, to get yeah. in, you need a membership pass. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a plain building. It's a very prominent, oh well, uh, yeah, it, it's, unique looking building. But yeah, it, yeah. Is, it isn't labeled. I, I just big, meant like, that it doesn't have signs indicating what it is. It's this big, like, fancy building on Pink Street. It's got these, like, columns and shit, and it's made of, like, stone, I think. So they're, uh, Or, like, bricks, or... I don't remember. They're, Whatever. They're discussing uh, what, like, Shangri-La is, and, like, they're trying yeah, to Yeah, Haruka out, asks... Yeah, they're trying to figure out how yeah. to get in, and Haruka's like, I'm gonna have an epic troll moment. Oji-san. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, Oji-san, what's a soap land? And, like, Haruka's like... Uh, and sorry, and Kiryu's like, I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> it, pl- it plays the goofy music as all the adults in the room just like, uh, well, it's kind of it's kind of like, like a bathhouse, it's like a sauna, like a sauna. And that, that Haruka, Haruka's just like, nah, I'm just I'm just kidding. I've been in Kamurocho a long time. I know what a fucking soap land t- is. There were two. I've decided that I I think I've decided that I'm fully like. Besides the excess profanity, 
Um, I like the dub. I think the dub is pretty good for 2005. I think for a game that was dubbed and localized in 2005, they did a pretty good job. Um, I'm thinking of other games that were dubbed and localized around that time, and none of them really matched this quality so much. Um, but I really like Daryl in this line where Haruka says, have you ever been to a soap plant? And he goes, oh, yeah, I, I mean, no, no, no way. <laughs> That's pretty funny. There's another funny thing that Daryl said this week, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I just want And Haruka the florist is fuck. fucking laughing. He's, he he loves that Haruka tricked Kiryu. He's laughing yeah. so hard. So our first step in this chapter, um, and this is the part of this chapter that I completely forgot about, is getting oh. into Shangri-La yeah. because we need a we need an ID card or a membership card. And the florist says, "Go to Club Shine, and go meet a girl named Chin Mei, and she'll get you a membership card." Yeah, this is and... the Hostess Club. Uh, yeah, chapter. Just in case you haven't visited any of these places. Right. This is um yeah. this this chapter is like speed dating for corporate espionage. Mm, that's an interesting way to put this it. Sounds exciting and sexy. So you go to Club Shine uh and and you you th- there's this weird interaction with the guy at the door where you're like, "Hey, is Shinmei here?" and he says, "No, she's in the back." And you say, "Okay, I'd like to talk to her." And then you just talk to her. Like, what was the point of him saying that no, she's not here. She's in the back. Like because the game, the plot of Yakuza Zero or Yakuza Kiwami, my bad, is that um, characters are dead set on wasting Kiryu's time, and even if that doesn't translate to like gameplay elements, they're still gonna throw in extra lines of text just to waste Kiryu's time a little more. Waste his time, hmm. two thousand five. Is Chinmei here? Uh, yeah, she's in the bathroom. You're gonna need to make two minutes actual time. You're gonna need to go and get some. Uh, uh, pa- some pocket tissues and bring it to her. Buy a this drink. is like a Hideo Kojima game at this point. <laughs> like you have to wait two weeks, and if you do, then uh, you know Nishiki will die of old age, and the game <laughs> just ends. Um, so we meet Shinmei. She explains to Kiryu that uh, she uh, will give him the membership card if he does a favor her- for her. She's an illegal immigrant, and she keeps getting almost caught and deported by the police. And uh, she says that there's a famous counterfeiter in Kamarocho called the Forger. Who will... I oh, have to. Because this is a counterfeiter yeah. in the English, so thank you, localizers, for doing there's... your greatest jobs. There's one um, thing I want to. She says, I "Go wanna... find the." Uh huh. Oh, sorry. I just want to point out, like, as Kiryu goes through all of these like host club segments as well throughout like the entire thing, like every single one of them opens with the girl he talks to going like. Hey, Onisa, I want to have fun. He's like, no, I don't. I want information. And they're like, I've never I hate had having fun. fun. <laughs> I, I've never had fun in my life. I especially am not having fun right now. Um, Will it lead to the content? The only woman I've ever... <laughs> I know one woman and she just died. Yeah, I know one woman and she just died. Like, the kid I was supposed to be looking after. Not the kid, but like my junior in the family I used to belong to just kicked it as well. So, like... Uh, no, I'm not here to have fun. Please, can you just give me the card? <laughs> if I wanted to have fun, I'd go do Pocket Circuit. Oh, wait. Oh. Um, we're not doing Pocket Circuit, by the way. I, I'm not, I hope everyone's I'm, understanding. I refuse to do a Pocket Circuit episode Um, this one. If it, the Pocket Circuit uh, sub-story in Yakuza 0 is that all the kids from... It's fun. Yakuza all the kids Zero are growing up, up and they and still love Pocket Circuit or whatever, and you need to find a successor for Pocket Circuit the, Fighter. Yeah, the fighter is like forty years old, and then he what? He goes back to Hiroshima or something to work at his. 
oh, yeah, still a virgin. And I think at the end, he was like, I'm going back to move to my parents' tofu shop or something like that. Um, and that's everything that happens. And I think at some point you race Majima. There you go. That was a full episode. Um, so Kiryu agrees to go meet with the counterfeiter who is at a different uh, hostess club called Jewel. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we and she says, go to Jewel and meet a woman named Ayaka. She's our contact and say that you're looking for the forger or the counterfeiter. And then she'll... You know, I've never understood the point of having multiple hostess clubs in the same... Yep. Yeah, I I guess... I don't understand the point of this entire segment, but... Um, It's so... Um, uh, No one has a monopoly. Um, It's it's antitrust laws. I suppose it is... (laughs) Yeah, it, it's just like for every other mini game, it's like you get one spot. So it, and so it's like why why does this one have two? I guess because they have more. Is there a re- girls? It, see? We don't, I don't think you can go to the clubs in the originals. Are there really two? Yeah, you can go to Club the... Jewel and Club Shine, like in yeah. in Kiwami. Absolutely, you anytime can. you want. Really? Yeah, and they have like the chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's game. standard hostess shit. Oh, I knew there was a hostess club in one of the games. I just, or, I, I, sorry, I knew there was at least one hostess club. I didn't know there were two. Oh, that yeah. Is yeah, no, and bizarre. actually, actually, a little later on, because you, if you go to, um, what's it called, like BEM or whatever, the other place you go to later yeah. on in this, um, the guy there is the one who like tells you all about the different hostesses at like the three different host clubs. Mm-hmm. I think there's three of them. I think there's like one more. Is that? Or maybe I'm just thinking of Stardust. But uh, you might just be thinking of Stardust. I might yeah, just be I thinking think of it's Stardust. just Jewel and Shine, and then Jewel, he Shine might also t- he might also tell you about like Bikini Bar Asia if you want to see titties. That's or what it is. It's Bikini Bar Asia is the last one. That's what I was thinking about. So we go to Jewel, and we meet with it's a, spelled uh, J U U L Club Jewel. <laughs> yeah, Kiryu finally gets into vaping. I was just like, oh, what if there was a Yakuza character who vapes? But then I remember that there is a uh, Ichiban does see a person vaping. He discovers what vaping like, what is f- at the beginning it's of the, the first. If anyone vapes, it it surely it would be uh, it would be, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Yakumi from from Judgment, but he's still smoking cigarettes. Yeah, but I think he's... he would vape. He looks yeah. like a guy who would vape. Yeah, he he he'd um, probably switch over to vaping. So, so we go to uh, Bar Jewel, and Ayaka's like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about with this counterfeiter. Um, please leave. And then Kiryu leaves, and then outside, there's two guys with gigantic fucking Dark Souls longswords, and they're just like, well, yeah. we're here to find the counterfeiter. <laughs> we're gonna find and kill the counterfeiter. Then you go back in and uh, find that... You're like, surely, like surely I'll have a fight now, but no. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to have a fight in this small bar, but this, then... This is the biggest the twist in the, the whole game. Happens. Yeah, the the uh, the woman who runs the bar, the mama, uh, takes a bottle, smashes them over the head. Ayaka smashes one of them over the head, and then they leave. <laughs> when Kiryu sees that happen, I feel like he was rocked to his core that he was like, wait, I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse also, me? I didn't, know you, I didn't know other people could do that. Other people when, have um... heat actions? <laughs> When when you talk to the guy on the on the ground after these two ladies kick their asses, um, he he specifically says like, "Oh, they're probably going to Public Park Three, which is where yeah, I saw I them that. hand out hand out those passports. Oh, I'm gonna cut them to pieces. It's like thank you, plot relevant uh, side conversation. Yeah, he just hands out this information. Chinese yeah. Chinese mafia caricatures." 
Yeah. Um, so thankfully, he gave us a name, address, and phone number of where to go, uh, which is Public Park Three. We head down there, and um, the guys are there and first. There are and there are one hundred, one hundred men with one hundred swords. I think there's about four actually. Uh, there's I think like six, and they uh, and one of them has two swords, and uh, he sees Kiryu, and he says, "Hey, wait a minute." You're the guy who something something fake passport snake flower triad. I still haven't understood really the plot hey, of this storyline. Hey, here Kiryu from Yakuza. Can I have your <laughs> autograph? You beat up my boss. Um, I think I could probably you beat up take my boss. you. I will kill you with all my swords. Yeah. Uh, this fight sucks. Does it? This fight is hard. This is kind of a normal fight uh, against guys with swords. Not in the original one when you have much less uh, when your dodge abilities are mm-hmm. way limited and. Uh, Every one of these guys can do like a jump slash, nice. and every attack knocks you over. It is a very grisly fight, and yeah. once again, the dodging in this game—I mean, it's not just like oh, you can double quick step with uh, certain level ups in this. It's like you when you quick step, it is a resource. <laughs> you can quick step like once every second. Yeah. It's wild. So this fight is very hard, and I almost died. Yeah, I mean, Kiwami has plenty of ways to deal with blades, so it's not a huge deal. Yeah. And like There's like blades, we established in the last episode are... or whatever, these aren't even technically swords. These are daggers, which have way more ways to counter. Yeah, there's there's nothing you can do about this. And then one of the guys has like a special moveset with two daggers, so or two swords. Ooh. Anyways, two swords, bitch. Two swords, bitch. Um, you kick the guy's asses. Oh, it was eight. Eight of them, I believe. Wow. Um, Which Ayaka says, hey, thanks. Thanks for thanks for helping me. Uh, by the way, the woman, the mama is the counterfeiter. Wow. This whole time. What a twist. And then uh, Kiri says, hey, can I get a passport for Chinmay? Yeah, sure. And she says, oh, here you go. By the way, I just want to tell you five years ago, um... Kazuma came to me. You're Kiryu, right? Yeah, Kazuma came to me and he gave a request for something to create a fake identity for a person with every, like, birth certificate, uh, diploma, driver's license, uh, uh, everything. A whole ski- person yeah. existing Gee. only on paper. Gee, if only there were, like, someone in this game who apparently came out of nowhere. Um, five very, years ago. Five years ago, five years ago very ago. much related no, to uh, to Kiryu. No, this is nothing important. So, I'm someone sure who would know Kazuma. Also, yeah. Sorry, I I think so. Out of out of character, again, you guys you guys can like cut this if you want, but I think the implication here through here from my understanding was that the mama's a trans woman, um, and that that's why like she was called an Okama. That's what and, I figured. And yeah. that, that um, she became a forger to create a new identity for herself um, oh. as, uh, uh, as part of her transition um, uh, because of, like, regulations with the jet. It was just easier for her to do it herself. Uh, I, I, well, I'm going to take your assumption as canon. Yeah, but I, I believe I, that I, was the implication. They don't say shit about Something it. I was thinking about is that uh, if this is is if i mean let's put two and two together we know we know who uh who these documents have been forged for does that mean that uh the utabori tattoo was also made by the by the uh forger is that the implication here because uh, 
that tattoo was a forgery as I don't, well. Hmm. I think. But that wait, but that tattoo. Oh wait, but that tattoo was only on the body that was found in Tokyo Bay, right? Yeah. Right. Right. So I think. So, I think she so has the genuine per- article. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes. And sense. And Utabori was just um, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't put a similar tattoo on make- anyone in the last, you know, ten years or so. Fair enough. Um. So you only asked me about this woman. I didn't tattoo this woman. <laughs> I, t- I tattooed a similar woman. So um, we go back to Club Shine, give Chinmay the passport. She says, uh, hey, Kiryu, uh, I, I was you. good. And I'm like, no, 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 Shinmei, please. I want to just do the rest of this chapter. Don't make me waste more time. And she says, <laughs> I'm going to waste your fucking time, Kiryu. Waste his she says, time, 2005. Uh, Kiryu, I'm so sorry. I gave it to Masutatsu Mizuono. He's at the men's entertainment booth. He's he. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, so, I was just trying to so get. Cool also, to I gave it I was to just him trying like, to get a passport. Also, I gave it to him like years ago, and just didn't yeah. tell you because we used to live together, mm. and he was my boyfriend, and he was really, really kind to me. And even though you know we stopped being together, I wanted to thank him. Sorry. That's a really hey. That's a really weird thing to give someone for so planned like membership. after you're getting out of a lot. Hey, thank you for being a good boyfriend. Um, take this for all access, whenever you want. Cele- celebrities. Hey, we're not together anymore. I don't care what he does, <laughs> bro. This is probably the most valuable object I own, like monetarily. Yeah, I could sell this and probably be set for life. Please, Mr. Mr. Perver- perverted man who works at the horny booth, take this as a token of my love. Welcome um, Welcome to Camarocho. This is where you live. You, you, you work and live by the currency of the area you live in. And in Camarocho, it's sex and guns. But mostly, uh, but mostly, like, real estate. But mostly he, he gets paid to replace the window in MEB. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Kiryu has to hoof it all the way over to the men's entertainment booth. Um, oh, also she gives you a necklace, which uh, you can sell for later. Trust me. Oh, yeah. Um, an Italian necklace. Thanks. Yeah, an Italian necklace. You'll need this for later, I promise. Uh, you go to the men's entertainment booth and you meet uh, Mizuno. And he's just like, he's just like, oh, yeah, that membership card. Yeah, I mean, monetarily speaking, this is the most expensive thing I own. It's, I mean, it's worth several million yen. Uh, so I'm not going to give it to for free. Or just a million yen. Uh, I, I guess so. Um, someone said several million later. Um, and he's just like, yeah, I'll give it to you, but you have to, you know, give me money for it. And uh, the minimum he will take is 300,000. Yeah. But you can pay as much as 500,000. If you're a I sucker. I did not have... I did not have that much money, so I had to go grind for it in the I'm arena. on New Game Plus, baby. Yeah, congratulations, you, uh, you, you bourgeois motherfucker. <laughs> um, so this was the time you where know, I just did some you, you fighting know stuff. I also, cool? I did want to talk about. Well, it would be mm-hmm. pretty cool if, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a few mm-hmm. chapters ago mm-hmm. when we had to inexplicably mm-hmm. also come up with a hundred thousand and we went to a gambling den that was pointless. Yeah, I wish we had. And then uh, they just gave us money back. Money. What if they had given us back three hundred thousand for all the trouble that they caused? Oh, by us? the way. I uh I was just thinking we talked about this that that gambling den never shows up again and you can't go back there. Uh I guess never in my time playing either of those games did I ever think to just like check because I went back there and yes you can play all the game you can play uh oh what's it called Odds the, and the the dice rolling game. Yep. Okay. Yep, you can you can play it. Did it's, you have fun? Yeah. I I've just been we've just we were just wrong. Okay. No. 
I mean, it's just odds and evens. Um, no, I the, hate it. Uh, oh, yeah, so I wanted to talk real quickly about um, in this time, because I've been getting my ass kicked in this game because it's harder and clunkier, uh, that I decided to do all of the Kamaki trainings that I could. And they're nice. slightly different in this game than in Kiwami. So I uh, just wanted to say a couple things about them. Yeah, go ahead uh, and tell us. They're pretty fun. Uh, there's one where he throws balls at you, and I lost to that one a lot because he throws balls very hard at you, and you have to. And that's Why the one that teaches that? you the dodge strike. He to so you dodge them. Okay. Because he, he what he does is he says, "Ah, here, show me that you have this skill. Show me that you can do this." And then he says, "Now here's a skill that will let you do it better." So he has you dodge these balls, and then he's like, "Now I'll mm. teach you the dodge strike." Um, the Kamaki cat-like reflexes in the, is in the original, but in the localization, it's Kamaki Ukemi, which fucking rules. I do and like that, And the animation yeah. is 100 times better and cooler. Because really? I've always thought that cat-like reflexes is kind of lame. Because, uh, Kiryu, I've said this before, uh, like, flips and tricks is not what I think of when I think of Kiryu. And cat-like reflexes is he does, like, a backwards handspring from his attack. Like, he gets knocked down and he flips like a, like a little little flippy boy um and kamaki ukemi is like he does this backwards shoulder roll that is very cool and it works way better for kiryu it just looks better it looks huh. more you know okay. kiryu than this like way flipperoo um also kamaki tiger drop is called kamaki counter in this Lame. game Lame. disgusting despicable and there's also one that's a a i think it's called kamaki back attack or something reversal strike or something where if you're uh, in the middle of a combo, you can press triangle and reverse the stick to do a backwards attack, and that move is extremely useful. Yeah, that is uh, that is always yeah, that's a standard in the series. Uh, you you can also learn that in Kiwami. Hell yeah! Um, so that's all. I just wanted to say uh, Kamaki trainings are pretty fun in the original, um, and the cat-like reflexes, the ukemi is oh my god! It, I I'm just really... it makes me sad. It would it would be so much better for for Kiryu than the stupid flip. I've never really mastered the the like um, the like the the Komaki back strike or whatever, which like is a shame because it's probably extremely good for you know. Yeah, because if it's if anyone comes up behind, I think you, I lock on too much. Just, is my problem It's the Dark yeah, Souls. It's it's, issue. it's a great move. So anyway, then I did that. And now we have th- we have money. So yay! Oh, I also sold the necklace that uh, <laughs> that we got from Chinmay Not much to use pay for, for the. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so now we have the we have access to Shangri La. We've done it. Yeah, but it's also like three p.m. Um, so Shangri La yeah. isn't really open, and uh, wouldn't you know it? Uh, Kiryu gets a text. Hmm. Oh, this is this is oh this is some bullshit. This is this is yeah. in my game. Oh really? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, this is a Kiwami exclusive thing. Oh shit! It's really wait. Good. What happens? I don't remember this. Okay. You get a text so from Kiwami, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're that... going to waste time at West Park. You get an email from Majima. And he's like, "Hey, Kiryu, there's some guys that have been following you around. It's making me nervous, but I've got a plan. Just meet me at the docks. I have. And we'll we'll I have, take care of them. I have paid. He literally Majima literally writes. I've like paid a taxi driver who's right in front of you to like take you to the docks. And Kiryu's like, ah, oh, geez, he actually sounds sincere for once. All right, like I don't actually like I don't have to go to Shangri La yet. Like I'm going to. I guess I will follow Nissan's advice and and go. Um, and so he gets into a cab, and the cab's like it's gonna be six sixty five. Oh wait, you're Kiryu. Never mind, you've been paid. And uh, thanks, Majima. Brings him over to brings him over to the docks. 
um, where Majima is waiting for him. And yeah. Kiryu's like, okay, so you think this is going to, like, shake them? And Majima's like, I didn't say that. Where did you, where did you get that from? And, like, he turns, like, Kiryu's like, what are you talking about? And Majima, you know, is like, hey, look, they're right there. I was like, I told you I had a plan. Yeah. I didn't tell you we were shaking them. Like, you, re- you read that. Here comes the clown patrol right now. Yeah, the, the bunch of goons walk up and they're like, hey, it's Kiryu. We've been fucking following you all year. Uh, we're waiting for you. It's us. We're ex-Dojima guys and we're here to beat you up and kill you, I guess. Well, they're current Dojima guys. Uh, well, I mean, they're ex-Dojima because the man's dead and the family doesn't exist anymore. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I guess. Um, but, uh, Kiryu just looks at Majima. He's like, this was your plan? And Majima's like, yeah, once we get these rid of these guys, then I can fight you for real. Like, you know, we keep getting interrupted. And this like, makes no sense for the chapter that this is happening in. Why did they do this now? I don't uh, know. I I will explain later. Oh uh, well, I think oh this yeah, happens. there is there is there is a little bit of a, 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 okay. a little bit of a reason why this happens, I guess. Uh, Kiryu's like exasperated. He's like, I can't believe that this is what you called me out here for. And Majima's like, What did you expect, honestly? And he's like, Anyway, let's like clean these guys up, and then we can fight. So there's the fight. And um, Majima and Kiryu fight together. It's like a dozen of these former do- Dojima guys. Um, and yeah. then um, at the end of it, uh, you get like once Kiryu um, like knocks this is out in the battle. By the, the way, final... this is not like a post-battle cutscene. This is in no, still like yeah. in the fight as... engine. Your health bar is still on the screen. Right. So as as Kiryu knocks out the last person, you get like. One, you know, you know, as you like go through in, I, I guess, in like Kiwami and Kiwami Two, I'm, I'm not sure about the original ones, like like the long battles. Fights, yeah, long battles. There'll be like screens of like people, like more guys joining the fight or whatever. Um, you get something like that here, but instead of like more people joining the fight, a one of the Dojima goons uh, who'd been knocked down previously reaches for a gun and shoots Majima right in the stomach. Yeah. Who falls? Wait, what? Yeah. Who falls back into the water, and then the fight ends. That is the end of the fight. The last thing you see. The fight ends as it like fades to blue. Is like the the water like settling as he sinks in. And okay. And Kiryu. Okay. Kiryu like looks at it for a second, and this is like not Kiryu's best moment. I will say. Yeah. Kiryu. Kiryu looks over and he's like Majima, he's not coming up. Oh well, I'm in kind of a rush. Yeah, he's like, I don't have time for this. Kazuma is my main focus right now. If he dies, he dies. I guess. Bye. And just abandons him. Just leaves him. Okay. Now that I know what happens in this scene, I kind of get why they... What? But, but, but why? But there was already an explanation for why Kiryu would have thought Majima was dead. What? <laughs> okay, well, let's just keep talking. We'll, we'll see Majima later, I guess. Um, Fuck, buddy. Hey, we, sure we gotta do. go to... Sh- we gotta go to Shangri-La, um, and Kiryu decides that he's gonna take the child to the 
Soapland for some reason, which I'm well, shaking my head and questioning. Well, Dante's like, you... uh, care, care you. I gotta, I gotta go That'll down to good. the police station. I gotta go. I've had a summons. There's only there was someone who could. So there's, Sorry, there's no died. Uh, irresponsible to adults her. to not take care of Haruka. Leave, so. her, leave her with Komaki. It'd be good for her. Leave her with Komaki. Komaki He's got the same would, fighting style. I mean, he, he would watch her. He'd be so good. Honestly, he could teach he, her to he, first, fight. Okay. You yeah, get back, all, and Harka knows how to do Komaki Shot Stopper. Exactly. Honestly, she's, exactly. she's the most responsible and mature character in this series already. So oh, most definitely. Really, she's been babysitting his ass, Date's <laughs> ass, not the other way around. Kiryu so I don't know. should be scared of if Haruka gets Komaki training, because then, like, she would, you know, that one fucking curse time where Kiryu slapped her. She'd like reversal it and do a heat move on him and he'd be down. So Dante says, Oh, just just take her to the soap land, Kiryu. It's fine. Oh man. Oh beans. And Kiryu says, Alright, whatever. You do get a choice uh, here, but you can't really say no. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the choice is uh, I'm ready to take her now or I'm ready to take her later. That's yeah, your basically. choice. <laughs> That's yeah. Um so we go to Shangri-La. The guy, uh, this is a good Kiryu scene. Yeah. I like this one. Oh, this is where Daryl says something funny again, where he, uh, the guy, he arrives at the soap land with Haruka, and the guy says, hey, you can't bring kids in here. And uh, We're on a field Kiryu trip, goes, it's fine. Yeah, he goes, it's take your daughter, it's a social studies field trip. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was kind of funny. I think, I think he was embarrassed to call Haruka his daughter one day, Kiryu, one day. Um... And then the guy says, oh, you're going to disturb the other customer. And as Kiryu, or as he says that, Kiryu just fucking breaks some shit. Like, he, he demolishes a statue. Yeah. <laughs> Kiryu. That's a solid statue, Kiryu. too. That thing wasn't hollow. You can't, you can't be mad at this guy for telling you not to take a child. He's not anymore. mad at this guy. I'm he's sorry. just in a rush, and he's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to demonstrate my power and make this guy yeah. let me in. Um, and then he says, we're not gonna disturb anyone. Do you know what happened and to the last go, waiter I met? I'll use you as a fucking meat shield and I won't apologize. Um, Kiryu, we, we go with Haruka up to the fourth floor, uh, and the fact that we're four stories up tells me that we're gonna have to go four stories down later. Dick, yeah. Um, and we go to Akemi's room. Uh, she's there, and she when Kiryu gets there, he says, "I'm I'm Kiryu Kazuma, the dragon dragon of Dojima. Nice to meet you." And uh, she says, "Oh, uh, Shinji told me that if I ever met you, he it was probably because he died." So oh oh that well, sucks. that's a shame. Sad that uh, you know nobody told her, or like you know she would could have been there when he was cremated and had a funeral for him. I nah, mean, whatever. To sorry, be, to sorry, be uh, fair, I mean time time passing. Passing time in uh, in Yakuza is hard to judge, but, like, they're pretty fresh bodies. Yeah, like, I think it's the same night. <laughs> they just died. Um, she then talks about how sad she is about the fact that Shinji died and that uh, he just, like, out of the blue proposed. And she says, this guy, you know, he was a real goofball. Um, but he seemed but, really serious this time. Yeah, he really was serious, and it was a kind of a shock to me. Uh, also, and, uh, Kazuma's not here anymore. He got taken by a guy named Tarada from the Omi Alliance. Oh, we've we've learned about Tarada before. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've heard about yeah. Tarada a few times, yeah. but we thought he was a bad guy until now. But I'm sure yeah. he's not important. I mean, taking taking Kazuma does not necessarily make you the good guy, but Kazuma does trust Tarada. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. A reminder to our specific... listeners that um, 
Oh, specifically, was it... um, uh, Kiryu hears that, like, he's taken by Tarada of the Omi Alliance, and Kiryu's like, uh, are you sure that he was on yeah. Shinji's, Shinji's side, Akemi? And Akemi's like, uh, yeah, Shinji trusted him, like, very implicitly, which is why I trusted him as well. And Kiryu's like, Now, it All right. was... Alright, remind... Was it... The deal was, right, that that Shimano wanted to help work with the snake flower triad to get Haruka. And then wasn't it that Terada was also in on that deal? Yeah. Terada was, was going to get, um, or was Terada working with Nishiki? Terada was working with Nishiki, but, uh, I think it was just that, uh, Shimano was like, Oh, Terada, you could, you could work with me. I'll give you a cut of the tin bill or whatever. Right, uh, right. He wanted to. He was going to give him the cut. Of yeah, the he was going to give him like two billion yeah. of it or something. I mean, so not a very trustworthy guy that Tarada, I guess. But we'll see. I mean, generally speaking, though, like Shimano made deals with like literally everyone because <laughs> Shimano mm. tried to sell out the the fucking Tojo clan to the Omi every time he ate lunch. <laughs> yeah, he's like. I mean- where can I get a delicious smile burger? Excuse me, Chairman of the Omi Alliance. If you uh, if you get me a hamburger, I will basically just let you. I'll take gladly over give you the Tojo Clan Tuesday uh, gladly, for a hamburger I would today. Gladly hand over Kamarocho for a donut and and just like Homer Simpson. And then every time, for some reason, he always got away without any consequences. And he still got the fucking do donut. It's because, okay, so like Shimano, yeah. Shimano spent like a time, like a third of his time trying to fuck Dojima, a third of his time trying to uh, fuck Majima specifically, and a third of the time trying to fuck the rest of the entire Tojo clan. Like, <laughs> yeah, he really just wants to cause problems on purpose. Like, that is literally all that Shimano lives for. I'm going to, I'm going to cause problems on purpose until they make me chairman. Yeah, if the Omi Alliance puts me in charge of Kamarocho, I can get free smile burgers whenever I want. Free fugu platters at all the best restaurants. I can go to Sushi's He's just such a fucking asshole. I can't believe they keep this guy around. Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, Akemi tells us that, uh... She says, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry for some. I don't know why she apologized, but um, she apologizes. And yeah, we learned that Terada has Kazuma on a boat. And, uh, and then we learn one more thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She says, uh, hey, uh, uh, Terada has Kazuma, and he took him to a boat, and it does look exactly like the boat from Yakuza Zero, but it's a different boat. You have to trust me. We're not reusing <laughs> these assets, and we also definitely didn't set the climax of Yakuza Zero on a boat because we knew we were going to make Kiwami in a year, and we wanted to have the boat from the boat fight. And also the go, so. the you know the railgun section. Uh, yeah, the railgun rail, section. Yeah, railgun section. No, rail shooter. The, sorry, section. the rail shooter section, and also the fight through the Tojo HQ. There's no. These are yeah. the only. This is not the reason that we we modeled all that stuff was because we knew we were gonna make this game where those are iconic scenes. Um, don't worry about it. And then we learned one more thing, which is that uh, Shin, Shinji said that Nishiki was after one thing besides the 10 billion yen, which is Chairman Masaru Sarah had a will. Yes. And that will decides who becomes the fourth chairman of the Tojo clan. And Nishiki, I don't think he wants it, but I think he wants to destroy it. Wa- yeah, he wants so to he destroy can... it so that the the identity of the fourth chairman is up in the air. It could just be anyone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone, <laughs> and he guesses who Nishiki doesn't yeah. want to become fourth chairman. Right. Uh, 
so everyone wants to yeah. cause problems on purpose basically that's sort of the mo of the yakuza games um and then what happens next audrey i'll let you say it oh god yeah okay so um like kiryu sort of reeling through these various revelations that akami's just laid on him like one after another um, and then there's a rumbly and the tumbly of the Shangri-La. And um, welcome to Goro Majima's Truck Simulator 2005. Because uh, he has driven a semi right through the entrance. Of- I like the line he says, and Mark Hamill, once again, great job. I'm so sorry you don't remember this <laughs> at all. It's so funny. I... I- like, he might as well say, let's cause problems on purpose, because he just says, let's fuck this shit up! <laughs> That's good. He's just, he just, he just ran, the thing is, is that I don't think this scene is ever explained in, like, why, he didn't do this for any reason. He just wanted he to. Just, he's the Joker. Yeah, he just did it because he, he wanted to run a truck into this building, because he, you know, he's not working with Nishiki. He's not working with Shimano. Well, I, I mean, I guess he's working with Shimano, but that's not why he's doing this. He just did it because he's twisted. I yeah, guess. he just he did, did it because Kiryu's here. He did it because Kiryu yeah. left him for dead at the docks. Uh, yeah. Now, reminder that the last time we saw Majima in my game was uh, when one of his own guys stabbed him. You know, like he protected Kiryu, and he said, "No one gets to kill Kiryu but me." And then that was the last, and then he collapsed, and then they took him away in an ambulance. And that was the last time we saw Machiba until he ran a truck through the building. Um, now we need to head to the lobby and fight the Majima family. Um, and there's an action sequence, and it's not that exciting. There's guns. Don't like that. It's a fairly, I mean, it is it is the bulk of the fighting in this chapter, is fighting your way back down from the top of Shangri-La to the lobby. Yeah, it's another long yeah. battle. We love those. Um there's guys with sofas. There's th- guys with throwing knives. It's a lot of hallways. It is much shorter and it is much shorter in in the original than I remember it being in the it's more interesting the, scenery than like you know your typical just like plain office or whatever. Yeah, Shangri La is like this very this is marble and shiny and like this very ornate building, uh, which is interesting for other games. Yeah. Um. We get to the bottom, we get to the lobby, Majima's there, and he says, I'm gonna become problematic! I'm making bad, he, he uh, when, bad decisions. Yeah, when Kiryu sees him, uh, and this is literally the reason that they did this scene, I guess, was because Kiryu says, Majima, I thought you died. Yeah. And he says that in my game, too, but the reason he says that is because the last time he saw Majima was because he got stabbed. So I genuinely don't know why they added in an extra scene where Majima gets Well, it's because you have to be able to do Majima everywhere in between those two moments. Oh! They couldn't have just edited out the line when people have been really mad. Well, no, they 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 basically just plugged the new models into the old cutscene, so, like, they're not going to redo that. Um, they couldn't have to, like, I guess they couldn't have re-lips, like, reanimated the lip sync. And, and plus, Majima like, has, like, you doing here? A, a bandage on his tummy uh, in this scene. So they need yeah. to have a reason okay. for that, despite the fact that he that's, didn't have that okay. in any of the million All fights right. that he that's... did between now and then. <laughs> oh my god, that's so dumb, I love it. Uh, um, this is when Majima takes a random sex worker hostage with his knife and puts it to her throat. It's really and says, bad. <laughs> yeah, he's really, this is the character from Yakuza 0 that, like, this is, this is why this, this, uh, this Zero is a great game, but kind of a bad setup to this game and a bad setup for Majima, because he's just, like, 
He's like holding this knife to this woman. And he's like, "Come on, sweaty, you're delicious. Try to smile, haha. You, you, I can make you my, can make you my bitch." He <laughs> oh, says to oh the woman. Oh my god! Majima, okay. I think funny, it's, I think it's kind of funny. Majima, he's like, so funny. The the way it resolves, but yeah, at first it's like, oh Jesus. Yeah, so he really yeah, becomes the, the, Junker in the dub, huh? But uh, yeah, he really. I mean, he is Junker in the dub. I mean, the sub, the sub is not quite as disgusting. Um, hey, you want to be say, my girl? You could be my Harley Quinn. Yeah, so he, I mean, he says, it, and listen, he's like holding a knife to this girl's. It's not good. I'm not defending yeah. this by any means. Um, but Audrey is defending the actions of Majima right now on our podcast, <laughs> and I can't believe this. Right, that's right. Um, Majima Goro did, has done nothing wrong in his life ever, I notice, and I love him. He's a small, um, uwu, small uwu bean, small cinnamon roll, too pure for this yeah, world. Yeah, no, listen. This is, you know how I said earlier um, in another episode, Argyle, that every Yakuza character gets exactly one problem moment i forgot about this one machiba gets two problematic moments uh, yeah i forgot about this one too so I, yeah. again but in the sub it's not like quite as gross he doesn't say like i can make you bitch he he asks and like again coming from him yes, and nicely. Also every other possible person it, this sounds like a direct threat but yeah. like he says he says like what do you say do you want like do you want to be my girl um she and says no girl, i no, I already like, have a boyfriend. And I think, no, I'm in love. And he's like... <laughs> to which he responds with, oh, well, okay, okay. that's fine. And he lets her go. <laughs> like, and he lets her go he's at twist, that point. He's twisted. He, I've, I drank the respecting women juice, Kiryu-chan. And Kiryu's like... But not enough to respect women enough not to hold a knife When to a them. woman right. says Kiryu... boundaries, Kiryu-chan, I know how to respect it. Kiryu's like literally, what the was. fuck, dude? <laughs> I can never Majima, get a read on you. Way out of, that is way out of line for your character. I do not understand why you did that. Yeah, so... Um, and then he, he says, all right, let's fight. Yeah, I mean... Mostly, I just like honest like, people. Right, exactly. That's, oh, yeah, I did like that. That's a great line from Majima. Is that, like... I'm sick of all these fake friends. I hate all these... Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. This is literally Majima. When, when Majima, the girl says, oh, I have a boyfriend, at least in the dub, he says, you're an honest girl. It's pretty rare these days. And I'm just thinking Majima is the Joker, like literally Mark Hamill, the Joker, and he's doing fucking Joker Facebook memes. You know, like, <laughs> I'd rather have enemies because because nothing hurts more than fake friends or something <laughs> like that. Real friends stab you in the front. You think... Save honest girls. Very few left, Kiryu-chan. You think taking people hostage is funny? I do. And I'm tired of pretending it's not. I'm here to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable, <laughs> Kiryu-chan. Are you comfortable oh, yet, Kiryu? Majima, jo- Majima Joker, Majima Joker uh, quotes Facebook page, please. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, new, new Twitter account. Um, yeah, then they fight. Yeah, this fight fucking rules. It's this is a fucking sick fight. Honestly. Honestly. Really good fight. Um, even with the clunky controls, you know the best kinds of fo- boss fights are the bosses that fight like you do. Mm-hmm. So even though Majima has a knife, he's also like quick stepping and grabs and all that stuff. So it's it really is. And also, unlike the other fight, this one's one on one. The last time we fought Majima, he had twenty guys with him, and they all had bats, and it sucked. Uh, this fight fucking rules. Yeah, and he's got heat really got to like too. time your dodges. Uh, yeah, so like he starts off in Mad Dog style in Kiwami. Uh, you're you're fighting on the just on the first floor of uh, in the Shangri-La. lobby, yeah. You, you fight him for a while, and then you you go into a fucking uh, quick time event, 
where like the the whole building kind of shifts and rumbles and like they're losing their balance and Majima's just like fuck yeah this fucking rules and he runs forward tackles Kiryu to the ground and punches through the floor and they both fall through what a good what a good I just you know he's having a great day and you gotta respect that he loves it I will say like in um like really difficult uh like uh boss fights I tend to like start losing feeling in my like arms and stomach actually weirdly um, oh. while it's <laughs> while trying to get through them because I'm like so tense going through them and I basically spent this entire fight like losing feelings in my arms and stomach <laughs> and like crying Nissan please stop please Majima please <laughs> um I uh I just literally like three hours ago beat dark souls on another playthrough and it was the first time i did the dlc and uh the dlc has some fucking nightmare bosses uh at least one per dlc and uh argyle you were you were there for some of it you can attest that it that yeah uh, i was having a bad time uh and my 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 boss fight habit is that the second the boss is like two-thirds of the way dead or like getting close my hands just start shaking and i start getting really panicky and then Uh i lose and so i feel like I feel like I have, I feel like these bosses are not so bad. I am genuinely, genuinely so fucking dreading, not the final boss of Yakuza, but the second to last boss of Yakuza in this game. The worst one in the entire series, and I can't wait to talk about how it is really bad. I'm not excited to fight it with these controls, but Majima was a treat. Majima is really good. So yeah, he punches a hole through the floor. You both fall in. Into the the you the, get rubble that you can use as weapons. You have like unlimited rubble smackers. Yeah, yeah, that that's in Kiwami as well. You can pick them up with beast style and swing them around, and they've got infinite I durability. I think it's it's cool because at least in the original, I don't know if they, I don't know if it's like this for you, but uh, is kind of interesting for a combat encounter because you only get the light coming in from the from yeah the top. No, and, yeah, I was and just so about Majima to talk about that. Like it's very dark into the dark. And uh, especially on the PlayStation with, like, the interlacing and the kind of muddy graphics, uh, Majima is, like, really hard to spot. So you kind of have to either fight him in the dark where you can't really see his animations or kind of wait for him to show up, which is – it's pretty it's pretty fun, actually. It's I really like it cool. Lot. And also, like, he's, he's uh, like, activated heat mode a lot of the time. Or if he doesn't activate it as soon as you drop into this part, he will pretty soon. So, so he's like, just like on fire. In the yeah, darkness. yeah. You can. Well, yeah, but it looks real fucking cool. Like you're both. You're I know. Both just got like your auras around you, and that's all you can see. Like swinging. What around. is a, it? Looks really cool. Is he in the original or in, in Kiwami? Is he? Doesn't he switch to breaker style? Yeah, he's, he's he switches to a uh, uh, thug style when you break thug through the style. Floor. Yes. Yeah. He's he's a uh, Manjima's knife moves are pretty cool. He he mainly just does like these thrusts and he does a jump attack. So it's not like. It's not like Mad Dog style where he does his, like, spinning tornado move or anything. So it's very manageable, but you do have to have your dodge game right, and he dodges way too much for you to be able to hit him. So you have to time your attacks really well. So it's it kind of straddles the line between really tedious, like, um, fucking Arase from last week, the worst second-to-worst yeah. fight in the game. But uh, I think it's just aggressive enough and just dodge-intensive enough that it's it's very fun. I really like this yeah. fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's a good. And this fight. is on like, Clunky Yakuza. It, it feels like they kind of retuned his his styles even for the boss fight, so that they're not. It, they don't feel the same that they do when you're fighting him in Majima everywhere. Like they they feel a bit different to fight against. Like a lot better, in my opinion. I uh yeah, it's it's a good fight. Uh, Kiryu wins, obviously. Gets um, out of the basement somehow. Yeah, uh, I, when when you beat Majima, at least in the dub, he goes, Kiryu, you're Kiryu Kazuma-chan, you're a real hard ass. Uh, you're <laughs> pretty good. Not, you're pretty good. He's so stupid. I'm sorry. I, I, I He's so stupidly in love with, like, <laughs> Kiryu. It's, like, embarrassing for him. It's literally, Majima's, like, literally, like, oh, you want to fuck me so bad, you, it makes you look stupid. It's, like... <laughs> It's so cringe. Kiryu punches Majima in the face and he just says, I'm going to become the freaking Joker. <laughs> Majima, Majima says, you should be addicted to sh- shutting the fuck up. And <laughs> Kiryu counters with, you want to fuck me so bad it makes you look stupid. That's like their entire relationship. Oh, God. The relationship between Kiryu and, and uh, Majima is so confusing and complicated. And so, like, Majima... Once again, they do not know who this character is right. for at yeah. least three games. That's what that's what I it is say. in this. That's what it is in this game. It becomes a much yeah. More... It's like every time their relationship like even, is so even weird by because two, it's like it's it's way it's basically what it's going to be for the rest of the series. I mean, even yeah, even because, by I the mean... by the end of this game, actually, um, you know the the choices that Kiryu makes. Um, and the, like, sort of implicit trust that, like, those choices depend on him having in Majima, um, are, like, like, it's, it's a very complicated relationship, but it does become, Yeah, it's really strange that they, like, he trusts Majima like he does, given, like, what he has gone through, but, I mean, the only thing that makes sense for me is that, like, you know, in the context of the what we'll describe as the canon of the series, which fucking RGG made the original game non-canonical by creating the prequel um, in certain ways that are kind of funny, is that Kiryu implicitly trusts Majima because he remembers what he did with Makoto. Like, he remembers that situation. And because of that, he's like, no matter how twisted this guy is, I know that deep down, you know, he's a really dependable person and he he, uh, has, you know, he has a heart, I guess. But... Yeah, it's I mean, very that, funny that, moving from this that, game. Yeah, that's kind of a read on it. Um, but it's also, I don't know I mean, if, like, in Yakuza 1, he really has that kind no, of relationship No, but there's not, really, there's not really a situation where he needs to trust Majima for anything. Like he Yeah, but the by the time games. of 2, like, I feel like they develop a little bit more, yeah. and Majima just... He, he really he, he doesn't really even antagonize Kiryu anymore. He's just like, hey, yeah. we're friends no, now. Yeah. This is the weird thing, and this is the Majima episode, because by the way, uh, spoiler alert, this is the last time Majima yeah. right, appears in the game proper. Um, at least for me, I will not see Majima again until the next game. Uh, you'll, you will, because, you know, he's everywhere. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, right, is what we have the the kind of interesting challenge of, like, Majima, Majima in Yakuza 0 through Kiwami, you know, and Kiwami 2 is different from Majima Yakuza 1 versus Yakuza 2, because I'm trying to go into this game with the, you know, impression that this is the first time we've met this character. So (laughs) that's why Yakuza 0 is such a weird game for this series, is because, like, 
they tried to write Majima sort of in to Kiwami with the everywhere thing to make his his like story with Kiryu kind of mesh a little better. But the way he acts in everywhere and the way he acts in the story are very different. And then the way yeah. he acts in the next game is yeah. even more different. He's and so more openly it's... antagonistic in the story. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the thing where the, the line that Majima says when he gets stabbed in the batting cages where he says no one gets to kill Kiryu besides me makes no fucking sense for like any of the like Majima would yeah. never kill Kiryu. Right. It's not anything that would even remotely cross his mind uh, because I mean as as dumb him. as it is he is yeah he loves him very think, much and also he's the only person that he knows uh besides you know the one guy that we'll talk about later um yeah we, well i guess we get we did see the flashback in yakuza Zero, so we can't oh, yeah say, yeah, we, yeah know. we can't say saijima yeah you can say saijima um i, I also want to say like after after this game as like like as majima sort of climbs the ranks of the tojo clan and comes out from under the thumb of power of some of the other people who have been like really controlling his life for decades at this point um like i think that also plays into the change of personality or at least that's like part of part of uh my interpretation of it because you have to like wonder again like him crashing a truck into shangri-la obviously is under no one's orders yeah like was that well yeah maybe, maybe shimano maybe, didn't say but, to do that but he's probably understanding orders from shimano to fuck right. up whatever kiri's doing and get the girl so like you know shimano spends the like within the first 20 minutes of this game you beat shimano's ass into the ground like that is the core part of of this game and so like you know how much of this like actual aggression towards kiryu is because shimano's like do it or you're dead or you're out of the family or whatever um i'll put you back in the hole like, like yeah, put- i'm gonna say like yeah that gets re- contextualized by zero of like majima is gonna do whatever the fuck shimano says but also i i genuinely feel like shimano probably wouldn't fuck with majima anymore because Majima has proven uh, sufficiently that he does not give a shit about, like, what anyone would do to him. So, like, I don't know. I don't feel like... I feel sometimes, like, Shimano just kind of lets Majima do his own thing. Uh, yeah, like, really I mean, he's proven that he's loyal, and he, he, you know, he does what he... You know, he he's a big earner for the family, so, like... Yeah, I feel like exactly. Shimano, I feel like Shimano like, probably he, has better guys probably to gives him, like, to. somewhat free reign i mean he's, he's called, like a lieutenant in the family he's called the mad dog yeah. for a reason the entire point is that he's yeah. like off the rails right yeah but yeah, like, he's a loose cannon yeah he's a loose cannon and like shimano obviously directly profits from the reputation that majima has cultivated from himself for himself as being this loose cannon because it's like oh you never know when shimano's gonna sick his mad dog on you but like part yeah. of being <laughs> a mad dog is that like shimano ultimately um carries the leash right so, yeah. like, he allows Majima to run loose to the extent that it doesn't, like, fuck him. Yeah, like, right. if it, been, if it, if it doesn't like, fuck him up, like, he's fine we're with We're sitting here Majima talking does. about, we're talking about Shimano, and I mean, I don't remember everything in this game, but as far as I remember, Majima running a truck into Shangri-La is a completely self-contained, it's right. never brought up again, well, it's brought up again, but it's never, like, explained like shimano is never like i sent majima after i mean he might i might be wrong right but, but like, as far as i remember this is just majima did this for 
Majima ever like he just wanted to fight Kiryu and he wanted to be a fucking dramatic cause problems on purpose boy but so I, I think the point is that it's like ambiguous right because it's never brought yeah. up it's like did Majima no. do this just for yucks or like did like Shimano say like listen you need to stop this fucking asshole it's like if by you any means necessary like if you yeah. don't take if and, and again like if you're taking the interpret like as Majima grows and you see like him in other games like actually really genuinely caring like caring for for Kiryu and they, them having this like really actually pretty remarkable trusting relationship with one another this very deep relationship with one another part of it is also like again like there's no evidence whatsoever I'm going totally off book here there's no evidence whatsoever to support any of the things I'm saying textually but like, it's how you feel. No, but but seriously, you have to ask yourself. Like, obviously, Shimano has it out for Kiryu. That's clear. That's very clear throughout this. And, like, if, if you know, a, a man like Shimano says, like, take care of this problem or I will do it myself personally, you know, what is what is Majima in that position supposed to do? Um, so, I'm, I'm going to say one yeah, thing. Yeah, because Shimano would probably uh be a lot more destructive and right like exactly. way yeah. worse right what i want to say and i only say this because i know for a fact that because i'm currently thinking it and uh i know if my brother ever listens through to here because i know he's been listening again that uh he's gonna be mad if i didn't say this is that uh i agree that the it's up to interpretation but i also think that it's probably just bad writing that they didn't put in a line where shimano and once again that he could say this because i think he's in the next uh chapter um but as far as i remember he doesn't say it but uh, if they don't explicitly state that majima either attacked it of his own volition or shimano sent him to do it uh, i think that's bad writing and i think they should have uh given him a concrete reason agreed there's things to leave open to interpretation, and why Majima did this is not really one of them, in my opinion. Anyways, that's my that's my thoughts. I think uh, I think they should have said why he did it, but I think realistically, probably Shimano sent him and said, "Hey, Kiryu's at Shangri La. I know he's there. Kill, go get him." And then Majima said, "I okay, I will run a truck into <laughs> right. Shangri La like you asked." Yeah, you you gave me very vague orders. I'm gonna do this my way. And Shimano's like, "Yeah, that's kind of your gig." But like that—that that is the best version of that story. Yeah, that is a the truck best version. costs about the same amount as a membership pass to Shangri La, so it's you know same thing. Yeah. <laughs> for three million yen, or for one million yen, I can run a truck through Shangri La, and uh, it will be remembered by series fans forever. And also, the story will never, ever, ever stop bringing it up, um, because I think they bring it up at least once a game, maybe. Well. Yeah, um, I mean, when Shangri-La is just condemned for the entire rest of the yeah, series. That's the other thing. I, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that that um, at no point ever for the rest of the series, uh, they ever fix Shangri-La. Shangri-La is just for for the entire, even up until Yakuza Like a Dragon, which takes place in, I think, 2018. Uh, Shangri-La is a, is a rubble heap. It is just a building that no one will ever touch again. And it is just a, it is just a ruin at this point because of what Majima did. He yeah. permanently destroyed this building. He permanently altered the landscape of Kamurocho. He This is not they, the last he time he'll it up do that. So it's bad. just become like a habitat. It, it's kind of beautiful. It's become a habitat for local perverts and gimps. So like, I don't know. Yeah, people the, the nature is nature is returning to Shangri-La. It's beautiful. Yeah. Nature is feeling humans are the real virus. If you think about it, this could be uh Majima's first ex, uh adventure into real estate. And construction. This is terrorism. Yeah, this is the first time that Majima has uh, permanently altered the city. You're right, right, and he'll never do it again. <laughs> um, so, 
<laughs> so next time, so after that, we go back. Um, Kiryu's defeated Majima. We go back to the to West Park, and Akemi is like talking to the florist now. This is probably when he gives her her boyfriend's ashes. I guess it we is. Don't see it. Yes, no, you do. Uh, Kiryu oh. says, "Hmm." In 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 Kiwami, you do. Ah, okay. See, that's not in my game, yeah. so that's why I was. I think you might have just like, not been paying attention because, again, they do uh, just they completely remake. They don't even remake the cutscenes. They just the, plug in, in the, the old models. In my game, in my game, it was just like they're talking at a distance. So if they if they did, it wasn't like up close. The first thing you see like, in the cutscene is the the box with the urn in it. Okay, let me give me a second. <laughs> now you're gonna. Now it's bothering me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I see what it is. It's just that the box is very briefly shown, and then it cuts uh, to a wide shot of him giving it to I see. It's just framed weirdly. My bad. So, yeah. So, yeah. Mystery solved. <laughs> so, I can't yes. get Shinji's ashes, and they're they're just talking about how they found out where uh, Kazuma is. He's at, uh, what's he, he's at uh, Shiba Ora Wharf. Yeah, oh, yeah. Funny coincidence. Same place that the Nico Consortium had docked oh, yeah. their boat all those years same, ago. Same place, same same place, and also very, very... <laughs> there were two boats, and they were identical, and Kazuma got one, and Masarisera got the other. Yeah, this, this is the is remake so of Yakuza 1. It's called Yakuza 1, The Twin Boats. Two, yeah, and this is the Nintendo GameCube. And that's why, and that's why in, uh, in Kiwami, Kiryu... The cat-like reflexes is replaced with a flip because he's always flipping, like uh, like yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's jet noises and shit. It's yeah, great. Uh, he just like he jumps on a rocket. <laughs> yeah, right. He does. Uh, yeah. Kiryu says that uh, he tells Date like about uh, Terada. He says, "Oh, Terada is looking for me now, and he's got Kazuma and Shinji trusts Terada, so I trust Terada." And Date says, "Hey, hey, Kiryu." Jinku's making big moves at the MI MBI or MIB or whatever. It's MIA. Called. I don't fucking remember. MIA. I think it's. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a different in in this in this one. I guess in the in the dub, the MIA is making big moves. I was at the station and they were really pressuring me to to tell you tell them where they where you are, but I'm well, not going to give them up. I told them. To, it's interesting. I told them where they could go stick it if you know what I mean. And Kiri says no. It's I don't. very funny. Uh, because 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 Date says that uh, the guys at HQ they won't fire Date as long as Date is associated with Kiri. Yeah, which is really funny to me because last time to- last time we saw Date he let Kiri out of prison. Yeah, he let him out of jail. You think they let him like, do I'm that? Gonna- I mean, I guess that I- is he just. Well, I was gonna say they want him to keep tabs on Kiri because they had him in a jail cell. Like they had him in a one place that he couldn't leave, and Date fucked it up so bad. <laughs> Kiryu- so I don't understand why they. Kiryu's obviously a member of the one percent. Jail cannot stop him. He will always be like, released on bail. At this point, at this point in the story, honestly, honestly, the only logical option that Kamurocho PD has, and I'm not saying this, I'm not, I'm not a boot boy. I, I fucking hate the cops, but I'm just saying that from their perspective, the only option is to put both Kiryu and Date in jail for. Yeah the various things that they've done and it's kind of baffling to me that date is a free man at this moment from what he's been up to and what he's done and like kiryu and date got into a high speed shootout on the highway and he let date, <laughs> he let kiryu out of jail like he broke him out of jail which is definitely not cool like, like not a not i feel like the pd is looking at them and going guess guess they'll die the fact is that Date did all these things and then went back to the station. Like he's been at the station after yeah, he like, did yeah, those. Yeah, he, he's he just quit. allowed to go back. 
you, you think it's like the MIA is like, okay, we we are never going to find the 10 billion yen on our own, but if we just keep tabs on Date and Kiryu, uh, they'll find it and then we can just take it from Yeah, them. they just know that Date is going to follow Kiryu wherever and Kiryu's going to lead that. Like, Date's going to lead like them right to... a sad puppy dog. They, yeah. Yeah, because they know Date... Like, Kiryu's not going to give it up, but Date will 100% give it up and he's always following Kiryu around, so they just follow Date, they get to the 10 and billion. more to the point, Kiryu has Haruka. Yeah, exactly. It's... Once again, everything in the story is Date's fault. This is this is a fact. Um, he asks Kiryu if he's ready to go to Shibuara Wharf, and, uh, and you say I, yes, and, and the chapter you. ends. Yeah, and the chapter ends. That's it, and that's the time that Majima ran a car into. Why is this chapter called Honor and Humanity? Or uh, why is it called that? Neither of those things are exemplified by the actions of anyone in this yeah. chapter. Yeah, none, yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing in this. No one said it. No, it didn't get brought up. It's about Akimi. And Shinji. Okay. I don't know. It's about honoring your agreement to give someone a card to a brothel. Nice. <laughs> uh, that is the chapter. Next week, we will be covering chapter 12, Reunited. Um, it's the boat chapter, and it's also... Reunited with that boat, baby. Yeah, reunited with that beautiful, sweet... That big, that big beautiful boat. It's been 17 um, years. And- it's been so long since we had a big fight scene on the boat, and I'm sure we're not going to have a big fight scene in or around the boat this week. This that next chapter is a big plot chapter, so we'll we'll basically yeah. learn everything in this game, yeah, uh, pretty much. So get ready for that. We're getting close. It's a pretty good chapter. We're getting close, and then this is the second to last chapter of Yakuza. The next one after that will be the final chapter of this game, and then we'll play a better game than this one. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Uh, At least I'll play a better game. I mean, Yakuza 2 is probably also a lot better than I'm Yakuza ex- 1. I'm very excited. Yeah, so. I'm sure it is. And honestly, once again, the things that are better about Yakuza 2 are the story and also the sub-stories are better in that one. I mean, I also Let's like the gameplay questions. of Kiwami 2 a lot. So, Yeah. Very true. Um. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, well, we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, we have some questions. I forgot to make a questions post on Twitter, so these come courtesy of our Discord. Thank the you, Discord users. Question, thank you, Discord user. The first uh, question comes from uh, Discord user Aristia, uh, who says, um, what do you think happened to Shinji's girlfriend after this, and would Kiryu taking Haruka into Shangri-La be considered a badass dad quality? <laughs> the second one, absolutely not. No. That's, cool that's dads don't take bad. their daughters to that's soap just land. A bad that's just a qualities. bad. That's just a bad dad. Yeah. <laughs> take the ass out of there. That's a bad dad. Um, yeah, that's that's just and... yeah. That's the same as Date just getting drunk and not meeting his daughter. Oh, I didn't even think. Okay, I didn't think about this because the question of what happened to Akemi has never crossed my mind. But Majima did destroy her place of work so bad that it, they never fixed it even. 12 years later. I mean, yeah, you so... think she works at just one of the other soap lands? Now, yeah, I or? mean, it's, it's too bad. I mean, that bad. seems like a, I mean, it's too... to say that she works at another soap land is like saying, uh, Argyle, do you want to get paid a million dollars or do you want to get paid, you know, a hundred thousand? Like, that is a significant pay cut if she's working at a different one, because this is where all the uh, celebrities yeah, the, yeah, and models Yeah, this is work. a really exclusive one. I they mean, probably get paid yeah. you know, better is, than She probably gets paid really lands. well. It is Kamurocho. Again, like... It's a shame that there's no other high-class sex work uh, in Kamurocho. Oh, wait. I'm sure she's fine. 
Yeah, that's true. She probably went to work at like Perg. Oh, uh, you know what? Flores probably got her job at one of the yeah. Like, the she could be like one purgatory. of the geishas or something at Purgatory. And then in Yakuza Six, she got a job on the cam site that Kiryu can watch. Hell yeah! Not true, but oh god, yeah. Oh my god, everything about Yakuza Seven. It's the furthest game away from us. Well, not really, but it's one of the furthest away, and I want to talk about the things that happened in that game so bad. So we have to, you know, keep going. That is... Oh, we have one more question. What am I talking about? Uh, We have a question from Dan in the Discord, Mike underscore Dawson on Twitter. Didn't have to do that, but follow follow Dan on Twitter. And follow, follow Xbox Holiday. And this is a great question. This one's fucking juicy. It says... What's another video game character that you think would drive a truck directly into a soapland? I could imagine the boss from Saints Row doing something like that. That is a Saints Row ass move. Yeah. That, In fact, uh, Trevor is a Saints Grand Row Theft ass Five, As long as we're just yeah, Trevor would do it. Yeah. Um, the Joker, obviously, from like the Arkham games, would do it. I would say, um, I would say another Joker from Mass Effect would do it. Uh, uh yeah, he would drive the, the the Normandy the straight into or the Normandy or a Mako straight into uh yeah. There are no trucks in this world, but Sheo Goroth from from Elder Scrolls would definitely drive like a big. Well, you know what he would do is he would drive a meteor into the soapland that is called the uh, city of Vivek or into Vardenvale. Just a little bit of uh, just a little bit of Morrowind lore for all you Morrowind heads out there. Um, and uh, I'm you also wake putting... up. It's the beginning of Skyrim. You wake up. You're in the back of the truck as Majima drives it into the. <laughs> ah, you're finally plane. awake. I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm hyperventilating right now, thinking about this scene. But instead of Majima, it's uh, Revolver Ocelot, and instead of uh, of Kiryu, it's Big Boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yes. There you go. The Come on. Chair up into the Mig. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Sans Undertale would do it. Hmm. Okay. I think he All would. Right. He would drive a truck into somewhere in the. Uh, below yeah into the underground the underground yeah he'd just drive it into yeah but it'd be very irreverent he wouldn't be like trying to kill it it would be funny he would drive it into his own house he would drive it into asgore's house i think (laughs) that's pretty good there you go and then and then he would Um, climb out and look in the mirror and after all all this it's still him it's after all this it's still goromajima yeah those are our questions. Thank you very much. I'll try to remember to put Twitter post up next week. Where, Archer, the where can we find? Oh, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for joining us this week. Where can we find you? Thank you for having me. Um, I've been Audrey. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. Uh, you can also find me as a co-host of Pod of Greed, uh, which Argyle also co-hosts with me. We are co-hosts and friends. It's very good. Um, which is a, a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast for anyone who doesn't know what Pot of Green is, I guess, uh, who's listening to this. Um, you, I don't have any other podcasts at the moment, um, but if you are interested in potentially hearing more from me, um, I am trying to uh, launch a website with a good friend of mine uh, that will be uh, spotlighting LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism that can be found at the reticulation that's t-h-e-r-e-t-i-c-u-l-a-t-i-o-n on tumblr facebook and twitter nice uh you can find me on twitter at twitter.com slash rex you can listen to my two other podcasts one of them is called slappers only it's a video game music showdown podcast that i do with max from pot of greed a good friend max and then the other one is called kylex y and it's about kylex y and let me tell you 
not to not to like plug my show too hard, but we just finished season one of Kylex Y. That show is fucking good. It's like actually like not a joke. Genuinely, season one was actually good, and I really liked it. And I'm saying this uncritically. I think it is a good television show, and that is the biggest surprise of them all. Hell yeah, Argyle. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast that I co-host with Audrey. It's called Pod of Greed. It's P O D of Greed. I'm Your not Yakuza cut that podcast. Out. Uh, I am gonna leave it in twice. Fuck, Fuck you. yeah. Listen to the um, podcast. All of our episodes, we're hosted by the Noise Space Podcast Network. Uh, it's a great podcast network. It's hosted by Matt, uh, who is uh, our our benevolent podcast overlord. Lord. You can find us at noisepace.xyz, home of great podcasts like uh, Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses and also Nonorous Nightmare and Arrow. Those are good. Sonic Shuffle. Uh, Sonic Shuffle's a new on the network. Thank you. Congratulations, Henry Stan Kissinger's and Moore. Here's Pokemon Going to Die. Elemental P. Just a fact you can find element op about elementary you can find um what's that one that what's oh live free twy hard yeah always always fuck up saying uh they just started i believe eclipse uh listen to that should be good kid nation nation that's the one i strongly recommend very funny podcasts all many there's so many shows there's so many of them and they're all good and you should listen to all of them but wow cool robot because wow cool robots on there too i always forget about that oh and yeah we all we're we're all on noise space now. I think at this point, everyone yeah. here. Um, so that is it for that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, Kamarocha Radio. I don't think I plugged that because we didn't have a tweet this week. All of our episodes are available at yakuzapod.com. Very easy How URL convenient. to remember. And if if you know any Yakuza fans in your life and they like to talk about it, uh, send it, send us their way and poison their brains, just like uh, Yakuza has poisoned ours, and we've probably poisoned yours. Um, so with that out of the way, next week, penultimate chapter of Yakuza 1. It's going to be good. It's going to be on a boat. We're going to play the funny song happen. by Lonely Island. Yay! I love so fucking funny. God, it's so funny. And uh, with that, we're going to leave you. And thank you all for listening. And as always, Kiwami means extreme. Bye-bye. Show them that too.